Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. My name is Kevin. Yeah. That is my name. Yeah. They call me Kevin. Yeah. Because that's my name. Roll call. Shabuya. Yeah, yeah. Shabuya. Roll call. Shabuya. Yeah, yeah. Shabuya. If nothing else, we got that, uh, Slee, your, your nickname needs to be Kevin now. It has to be. I was trying to leave, but then Slee keeps bringing up food that and all the Kevins. Well, we got in the subset. What about we, Kevin we Alvarez a... from the Mexican National Oh, what about him? look at you dropping a Kevin Alvarez. <laughs> how, Jorge, how did you not know that? Oh, I, I told him. No, no, no you no, didn't. No, you <laughs> didn't. No, you didn't. Uh-uh. And he even told me he played for America, and you know I don't know anything about Mexican soccer. Right. We were on soccer reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there should be Jorge, one. you got one job on the show to bring the Latino, and you didn't even do it. Right. Come on. Soccerreference.com. Where'd you get that sandwich? Uh, Porta Villa in uh, Pasadena. Emily, it's too big. Is that off? Is that off of uh, Fair Oaks? Yes. Yes, I yes. know exactly where that's. At. That's a bomb ass. I mean, bomb sandwich. Hey, hey. Great, place. Great place. Yeah. No, I'm just not a fan of meatball subs in general. Too big. The meatballs are too big. Can't. I'm, an, and I also don't like the messy, saucy like sandwich cut, like that with the marinara. No, thank you. What if you cut the meatball so you don't have to worry about just like one bite? Well, you don't you know want to be the size of softballs. Mm-hmm. They just like little golf ball size. Yeah, I'm also meatballs. just not a big fan of the like. Like the meat sauce, like the like the marinara oh. sauce on the on the thing. It's just not my oh, bag. With the bread? Oh yeah. No thanks. And then it drips out. You take the bread and you go D- more for you oh, guys. Yeah. You sop it up. You sop it up. Like a mop. You just have basically a mop with your Is bread. There anything better than when you get something like that and when you're done, the plate looks like you could just use it again because yeah. you got every last little bit of it off there. So wonderful. The fact that we all in agreement on how amazing it is, Emily. We're right. No, no. She's more for you guys. More for you guys. If she, if she's gonna say what she believes, I I dig it. I I dig it too. But she's so wrong. (laughs) She's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that I don't agree with is very clearly wrong. Especially when it comes to food. (laughs) When it comes to food, when are you ever wrong? Next time will be the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Just. It's just the way that it goes. I need it's a beer already. Let's go. Goes. Let's go, George. Have Let's a go with us at, uh, at Danny K's. No, I'm going to the Dodger. I'm, oh, I'm going with a bunch of the people from the circle. They didn't because, know that. Because this goes on the podcast, and for podcasts, you can drink and stuff like that, <laughs> and and we do this on YouTube, technically we can have a beer then. Oh, for real? Oh. Just think about that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we can drink. We're not supposed to, but we can. Oh, I'll leave it to <laughs> oh, you guys. I'm good. Wait, so no, I don't know but why you Evan, guys should. Wait, this isn't my show, so I can drink, right? I'm a guest. Why, I don't know why I haven't Beto and Jorge. Now all of a sudden, I just want to crack open a beer at 11 a.m. <laughs> well, I don't know why they're you bad, haven't. They're bad influence. That's perfect. I mean, you have a keychain bottle opener, right, on your keys? I'm I'm surprised that you aren't a ring or a key guy. I don't wear jewelry, that's why. Okay. Mm. Or else okay. I, uh, but I do know how to do your trick. Yeah. Just, with the ring? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, bottle to bottle. Come on. Yeah. Ooh. I can't do that. I, why? I'll, I, I'll teach you. Uh, you teach me. I got the, the ring thing. Right here? Yeah. The two bottles? I can yeah. use the belt. That's dangerous, though. As you get older, with, you might crack it. I'm afraid I'm going to tear my finger off. Nah, you got nine ring. more. No, I, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, he didn't say you're not going to tear your finger <laughs> off. He just <laughs> said you have other you got, fingers. You know how to do it with your teeth? Uh, no, I'm not no? doing that, man. You can also break your teeth doing that. Yeah. Ah! No. I, I honestly think I'd rather break a finger than a tooth. But, Al, you know how to open a bottle with your tooth? San Diego State, they teach you that your first day. No? Hey, no. Man, I learned you, that in Montezuma Hall. Side of the table. <laughs> that is it. That right? Is awesome. you yeah, side of the table. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's easy. That's an easy yeah. Belly button? You ever so, tried it? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. I was telling you a video. Yeah, well, you, <laughs> the, the, the bottle would go hey, in all the way to the right, midpoint with me. Twist? <laughs> when the, Where's twist? the bottle? <laughs> all right, you got to have something a little- The glass bottom sticking out. Yeah. Look like a telescope. The stomach can't be too soft. <laughs> I need something to grip. Yeah, you need something there. Yeah, it would not go well. The bottom. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of that canned manure will get you there, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. All right. Um, so, 
There's no transition. Whatever there you is try no here, I don't there know. There is how. no transition. Well, there is one, but I'm not going to do it because I'm a professional broadcaster. Okay. Um, Julio was not bad last yeah. night, but he also wasn't good. Mm-hmm. He was, I think the word I saw most when I was reading about was gritty. Mm. You know, he gave you a tough performance. That's fine. That that can be useful under the right set of circumstances. That on a night when you don't have your best stuff, find a way to get your Power team into it. the fifth yeah. or sixth inning anyway. And he did. Went and six. that's fine. The problem is he's not a grinder. He's a high-level, all-star caliber performer. He's way too good to be gr- – you can grind – You need Gonsolin one- to be the grinder or Gonsolin something like that. Gonsolin can grind yeah. and make a career being a grinder. Julio mm-hmm. is an all-star. Julio is going to be a free agent at the end of the year, and there's going to be a lot of people that want to line up and give him a lot of money to be their best pitcher. The Dodgers gave the ball on opening day this year. The Dodgers have relied on him a lot to be the guy that's carried this rotation because Clayton Kershaw is getting older, Walker Bueller's hurt, all these other things. Yep, Dustin May. He just hasn't been up for it. He just hasn't pitched well enough. And I'm okay with grinding through it occasionally, but if the Dodgers are going to win the World Series or go to the World Series, that dude needs to start pitching like an all-star, and he hasn't looked like an all-star in months. It's funny. If I told you before the season started, we'd be rounding up close to August 1st, and I'm going to give you a stat line. You're going to tell me which pitcher this right. is. 7-6, and 4-9-8 ERA mm. in 15 starts. I don't. I think you would have picked every other pitch you say oh is that Dustin May you know maybe May is this is that Gonsolin I you needed to see more from Gonsolin Noah Syndergaard (laughs) you're gonna name yeah how many different pitchers before you got to Julio I guess here's the question what changes because he's kind of been this all year and and I and and I I, you tell me is is something going to change moving forward um, the last start he had before this one is when he gave up the eight runs, right? In Baltimore. Yeah. He had two starts before that where he was okay, came back. I think those were the only two starts that he had. Um, I, is this him? Is this him this year? Or it, what What takes him back to the Julio that you described where you have to be the ace if the Dodgers are going to yeah. go on a run? The injuries took a toll on him this year. And then you look at yesterday, six innings, then he throws like what, 105 pitches, something mm-hmm. like that. And if you read the, the game stories, the recaps, all of them use the word gritty, battled, tough. And I'm like, damn, you're right. That's not your number one starter who should be doing that. He no. should be dominating through five. He can be gritty occasionally, but yeah. it can't be he got bombed out or he was gritty and managed to survive five innings. Yeah. Those can't be the two options. The other thing he does is he finds himself in trouble early all the where time. there's a guy at third and you're like, Damn, I haven't even had my first drink yet. Like, yeah. I haven't even had my first bite of a yeah, hot dog yet. That's a good example. Yeah. And right away, then he settles down. So, was it? He only gave up three runs yesterday mm-hmm. in six innings. He, but eight hits, they scatter around. He was Once in he trouble settles down, almost the whole game. It just never looks fluid. You, when was the last time you seen Julio with a one, two, three inning? Julio! Yeah, An easy battle, right? Or also, his strikeouts are down. His velocity is down. Yep. His yep. strikeouts are down. Everything. And, and by the way, here's the other part he's become almost unusable on the road he's been so bad away from dodge at dodger stadium he's been okay and and on occasion he's been better than okay but again the 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 bar was he was taking over for kershaw if not literally at least metaphorically that hey you're our first guy clayton kershaw's in his mid-30s kershaw's been the guy that's been the anchor julio's gonna be the one where you write down okay win yes that's it at least we got this one right there in baltimore they let him wear it he was getting shelled, and like, okay, we're gonna save some arms. Like, I'm not saying that that played a role into him how he's reacting right now, but you look at him, you're like, you wonder how much money he's not- costing himself too. Oh, that's man. another factor. And oh, that pocket is there's a you're- hole in his pocket right now. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't talked to Julio in a while. Haven't seen him in a while, but you know, and he's not gonna talk about his salary. He's not gonna talk about what's going on. He's a Boris guy. He's gonna get as much money as possible at yep. the end of the season. So there's no. Like repercussions of like, okay, because you know what he can do. If it's not the Dodgers who give it to him, there's going to be another team out there who say, hey, we have a 27, 28 year old lefty who's about to hit his prime. Let's go. He still needs That's to work. That's the question, Beto. Is he hitting his prime or is. Well, his athletic prime, you yeah, would say, okay. right? You know, and you're looking at him like, he still needs to work himself back into shape this year. Pitching shape, the distance shape, like the velocity. Maybe both, by the yeah, way. The velocity, that is a concern, yeah. too, because he's not firing at 97, 98. You know, never really was kind of like that. But the consistency factor of what you want to see from a guy who should be your stud. Just hypothetical. Let's pretend playoffs start tomorrow. What's your rotation? 
Is Kershaw healthy? Kershaw's healthy. Okay. It's Kershaw. Yep. It's Urias. Mm-hmm. It's Miller. Yep. Those, those are the, that's, those, are, and then it's Damn, that doesn't scare me at all. No. I was going to say, think about that for a second. The fact that you have Miller, who's, the guy is so green. He doesn't have any experience. By the way, that might maybe work to his benefit. Yeah. Kershaw is what he is at this age. He's five innings for you in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Julio is, I have no idea what I'm going to get from Julio right now. Same thing with Tony Gonsolin. Gonsolin is, you didn't even put in that top three. That's going to get you to a World Series? That's going to get you to, that's the one thing that I'd sit back and say, and I know it's not news, but when you really say, let's pretend the playoffs were starting right now. Okay. That's your starters? Let me, let me, me, same idea, but I want to add one thing to it. Take Otani and Snell, they're unavailable to you. Okay. Who are you getting that's going to improve it all that much? You're getting names, but they're not. who? But they're not. Oh, we. This okay, isn't so, the Scherzer. This isn't the the uh, this isn't, Strasburg. Those kind of guys that come in. You're like, oh my god, we no, got that guy. It's, it's not even Walker Bueller no. and and Julio from a couple of years ago and it's, Kershaw from uh, a couple of years ago. It's a totally different mix of guys. Okay, yeah. even if it's if it's what would you call them? B minus guys. Yeah, they need a B minus guy. So I'm, I I don't disagree. They do. I don't disagree. Okay, but me, they need a. Do, how much differently do you feel if the rotation instead of it being Kershaw? Julio, Miller, Gonsolin. It's Kershaw, Giolito, Orius, Miller. The fact that you have Kershaw first is the problem. It, agreed. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Creighton. Hall of Famer, but he should be your third. First guy. in October, too, as in you already put on the wear and tear and everything else. And he's taking And we some don't time. know when he's coming back. He's coming. Mm-hmm. He, I, okay, I know nothing. Nobody I does. I know nothing. Oh, I think it's strategic. I, I think this sure. is a just. We're, 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 we're in a decent spot. Yeah. Let's wait another week. Yeah. You're up we're four games in the division. Arizona. The Dodgers are great at, oh, he's fine. He's going to skip a start. Oh, he's fine. We're going to put him on there. Oh, this it's they're great at playing the long game and telling you nothing here's, when here's it comes to injuries. Happened. Here's what happened. Usually he takes, I don't want to say call it a break. Usually he's down Lower end back of May, early June. Yeah. Uh-huh. They couldn't. They need. They had to have him. Everyone else was dropping like flies. They mm-hmm. couldn't have that moment. So by the time they got just enough room to say, "All right, it's around the All Star break and everything else," we're in the break, they kind yeah. of found their groove. They started to hit like crazy. Yeah. So they've been able to kind of do it. And now you're at a point in the calendar where there is no second break coming later. Usually, right now is when the second break would come. There's just no time. So he's going to be down. And when he comes back, he's got to hit the ground running. He's got to be your best guy. Asking a ton. Give me good five innings when you've been gone for a month. It's hard. At that age, ramp it up. I don't worry about him. He, he, he will either be good or But I'm worried about healthy. who's he handing it off to. Well, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother. Because he's not giving you seven. Nor worth. should you ask him to give you seven. Like, so what's the uh, setup today? Uh, the setup today? Yeah, you're going to a Dodger game. Yeah, it's a day game. I'm going to go check it out, stand in the shade, have a couple of beers, and go home by like the fifth. You a fan of the day game? Day game weekend is my favorite. Day, day day game on a Saturday. Are you a day game weekday? Yes, a hundred percent. There's nothing like a day it's, game at Angels. It's quite frankly the best time to go because the ballpark is not Half full. Not whatever. Full. It's yeah. easy in. It's easy out. Hey, you're you're so cool. done by four. Yep. It's it's the best. And if you have nothing to do afterwards, like. You, one day, Trav, when there's no baseball practice with the kids, no soccer afterwards, you're like, wait, I can leave the game and go to the bar afterwards? Susan's out of town? Oh, I can be passed out on the recliner this, by this 8 fan, o'clock? This fantasy that you're painting is very appealing. Yes. I, it, I, it'll I, never I, happen. I'm never alone, right? I got a kid or kids or Susan or there's always there's always people around. And I love them all. Man. I love them all. But sometimes... I don't have to be in. What? what? Sometimes, hey, sometimes you need to pass out with nachos on your shirt. Wait, <laughs> well, fourteen dollars for tickets right why, now? Why Come do on. you keep saying pass out? I like go to sleep. Eh, you're, you're salty, man. Fourteen, you go to sleep. fourteen, right fourteen dollars right now. I'm waiting. Can't beat him. Can't. No, beat yeah, him. you can for six. I'd rather have that. <laughs> Never miss a moment of the Trav and Slee show. You can always listen to the podcast on the all new ESPN LA app. Brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Justin Herbert got paid, and they haven't even won yet. That's next. It's Trav and Slee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. <laughs> I just want to see how long we can go with songs to feature a Kevin. His search list <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube to find Emily are doing songs. work over here. I, We're I, looking for for Kevin songs here. Emily, the Kevin from the Office had to have been you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My oh, name is sure, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I watch Espirito. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't figure you as an office guy, Jorge. Oh, office is no. fantastic. I watch it every night before nice. I go to bed. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm just saying that if you, if you would have said, does Jorge watch The Office or not, or not I would have guessed or not. And would I have been no, right? Jorge? Oh, you're right. Yeah, Kevin, you, 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 I mean. Kevin, Kevin. Brian, <laughs> uh, George, you, you would like, uh, you, you and Jim would get along great. Also, uh, who else would be good for you? Pam. Kevin! Uh, Dwight Schrute, you would love, yeah, Pam you would love Dwight. to this question. Yeah, I'm love not. Pam, no. Pam oh. is your answer. Yes, and the way you said that, the way you said that, it was just Pam? very quiet yeah. undertone. You said, "Pam, Pam, yeah, you're a Pam kind of guy." I am. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm I loud Pam. and proud. Loves Pam. Yeah, oh, very, man. very much. Where's Kevin Mitchell when you need him? Oh, don't mess with that dude. Caught one-handed. Yeah, that is a that is a serious man. Yeah, yeah, that is. You know the story about the, yep. what Kevin Mit or yep. uh, Jeff Perlman wrote in his book. Yep. Right? Mm -hmm. Usually, do you know this story? Mm -hmm. And this was in Jeff Perlman's book. So, Kev. Kevin, if you're listening, this is not me telling the story. I'm relaying the story. Um, that he and Dwight Gooden were getting ready to go out one night, Kev. and there was an argument, but that somehow somebody's cat were involved in the argument, and that Kevin Mitchell dispatched the cat, and that was the end of the argument. Mm -hmm. My gosh. <laughs> Kevin Mitchell says it's not true, and I believe Kevin Mitchell. Yeah. Just saying. He's a San Diego guy. Yeah. Kevin Mitchell uh, was a JUCO guy. One of the Ju he didn't play high school baseball. He was like bouncing around a bunch of different high schools. That mm -hmm. dude could rake, rake. just yeah. absolutely smash it. Yeah, he just showed up. Well, you gotta go after the cat. <laughs> he wanted to leave, and no one else was ready to go. So it was it was time to go. Here? I'm just saying. I don't yeah. know if that's true. That's in Jeff Perlman's uh, book about the '86 Mets. That movie, which that right there. Would recommend that book. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Jeff Perlman writes great books. Yeah, he All does. right. Um, so. Justin Herbert got paid yesterday. Yep. He got paid to the tune of five years, $262.5 million. Wait, how much? $262.5. Yep. Five oh. years. Highest paid oh, yeah. player in football. I didn't know the numbers. Yeah. Number one, he's at the top of the list. Highest now. paid just by year, right? AAV. Yeah. yeah. Average okay. annual value. Number one right now. So here's a question. <laughs> if, if the formula, oh, and this isn't the only formula, but this is the one that we've seen a lot of teams execute yeah. recently. Build a really good team around a really good young quarterback and hit while you can before you have to pay that quarterback. It's what the Seahawks did with Russell Wilson. It's yep. what the Rams did with Jared Goff. It's what the Eagles did with uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. You've seen teams build around uh, these guys that before you have to pay them the quarterback rate, get you can pay everybody else. I, I can pay a tight end. I can pay a, a, a pass rusher. I can pay a yep. corner that I don't all my money's not tied up in my quarterback. Mm -hmm. Well, the Chargers just closed the window on we don't have to pay the quarterback and they have nothing to show for it. Now they have to pay the quarterback and I'm not saying he's not great. He is great. He's a terrific player, but now that the quarterback is soaking up all this money, your best chance to be a good team is probably behind you instead of ahead of you. 5 years, 262 and a half. Okay? Um, quarterback, I think we'd all agree, most important position, no doubt, in the NFL. So most, hard to find. Yeah. Most, yeah. And if you get one, you got to take care of them. Um, last season, they came in with a bunch of expectations. They went out and got some real players. You actually really thought. I know going into the season, there are a lot of people like, hey, "Look, Chargers can make some noise this year." No doubt. And the Chargers have this mojo, whatever you want to call it. This goes back to the San Diego days, big moments. 
Um, they don't deliver uh, big time spots. They don't deliver. What, what was the score last year? They're up on Jacksonville. Thirty to three. Thirty to three. They lost a game. They're up thirty to three. Playoff game. A playoff game. They're up thirty to three. You already got your. You got some of your issues with the head coach of some of the decisions that he's making. Is they this didn't man, go to the playoffs the year before because he because just, of him. Just let yeah. the clock expire and you go to the because of him. the playoffs. Uh, you already have questions about that. You already have questions about an owner that is he going to go out and get the best head coach available? No, he's not because he's going to write out the rest of the contract that Staley had. It's interesting. I mean, listen, I don't I don't fault them for paying Justin Herbert. No, I don't. But I think to your question here is, will you be able to compete at the level that you need to by paying them? You were you, they competed. They're in it, but they didn't do the thing that you got to do, and that's continue to win in the playoffs. They they haven't done yeah. that. And here's the thing. Or how about just win in the playoffs? Just just win a game in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Take yeah. that step. And now now it's different because before, think about all the things we've talked about with the Chargers over the last couple of years. At any point, has everyone said, you know who just killed them? Justin Herbert. Never. N- never. He he always is the, man, can somebody get Justin Herbert some help? Can somebody get Justin Herbert a coach? Can get him a line. Can, can get some, something else. All, all of the, get him some. That's well, a good do, point. When you're soaking up $262 million bucks, it's it, whether whether it is your fault or not, it's now your fault when it doesn't go well. And everything that this is about is, hey, we're giving this guy all this money. Shouldn't we be doing more? There'll always be pressure on the coach. There'll be pressure on the owner. But he's in a different category now by virtue of that deal. And he deserves it, and he's been great. But it's different when you're taking all the money. But you also have to give the Chargers credit for actually spending the money. They had no choice. Yeah, yeah, they had no choice, but they didn't have to. right? They could have waited a little bit longer. Yeah, you could wait a little longer. Which would have been the Chargers thing to do. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes. Right. So now it's like, okay, I get everybody's point about how you're tied up with them. But at the same time, okay, we made the commitment to the quarterback. We don't have to worry about you as a quarterback. Don't have to worry about are we going to go to negotiations? There's going to be no bad blood. There's going to be none of this. There's no that. For the first time, we have some clarity that hey, this is taken care of. Let's move on. Now let's work around it. That's it's going to be up to Tom Telesco to find a very interesting way to make the numbers work to get him the help to get what's what he needs because Austin Eckler. Wanted that big contract, they didn't give it to him because mm-hmm. you don't give running backs he plays the, the wrong contract. position, and he's a little guy. Yeah, right. He's gonna get banged up, and you see when he's not there. So you got to find the, the, somebody to help him. And Herbert, though, Mike, he is so much fun to watch. I know you guys he's don't watch as much Charger games as possible to watch. No, and he's got he's got people too. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, there's guys. There's that I think they drafted a wide receiver this year as well. The Chargers are fun fantasy wise mm-hmm. because he puts up the numbers. They're fun. Full stop. Yeah. Their games yeah. like. I'm not a Charger fan, but if I they're playing, I'm watching the Chargers. But also yeah. they charge her. They have the ability that they could that, potentially charge her eventually. That's yeah. what makes them fun, Em. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that you have no idea what they're going to do. We were watching with the Chiefs last year, and they left him a minute and a half with Patrick. Like, yeah. Oh, they're definitely going to lose. But that's Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> too. For sure it is. But, other, but they left him you, enough you time. You to burn some clock, right? You do some things to make it v- as close to impossible as you can. Chargers never do that. Yeah, they this year, though, leave a little they, that, to your point, Emily, they're going to charge her this year. They better not. They better compete. They better do something. They better get to the playoffs. And, not, and it's no longer we're in the playoffs. It's damn it, you better win something in the yeah. playoffs. You better there's, make some kind of run when you have that much committed. There's I, nothing that they can like. You will never change your mind about the Chargers until they go deep into the playoffs. Because there's nothing they can do in the regular season that will change yeah. your mind about the Chargers at this point in time. They have to go to the like past the first game. They have to win a playoff Absolutely. game. That's the only thing that matters for the Chargers this season. That's Absolutely, the, that's the perception they have. But you said something that. I think it's the easiest thing for them to do by giving Herbert. Like, them paying Justin Herbert is not a surprise or a shock. Even if they, okay, could have they waited, whatever the case is, I don't think that's a surprise. I think what makes the Chargers the Chargers is, I'll go back to the offseason. You had a chance. Are you going to change your head coach or are you not? And that's where that owner will always say, I will save the dime. I will save the money. If it's not in the best, there's certain organizations out there that do anything to win. I just don't see them. I don't see Dean as that. I don't think there's anybody that's coming into this season that's got a hotter seat than Brandon Staley. No, before, before, absolutely. Before they've played a game, right? Everybody's 0-0. Nobody's on a losing streak. The first four games, you better show me something. He, from the opening kickoff of the first game, it's mm-hmm. like, you, we're, we're watching, bro. Like your little gimmicky stuff that was cute a couple years ago. Okay, all right. Now, what, your third Result. season? Let's go. Result. And Result. to your point, Slee, that the way that the first two years went, I think that most teams in the NFL, I don't know if it's all, but most teams would have said, you know, 
we had two catastrophes at the end of the season, and both of them can be directly tied back to the head no, coach. Sure. It's time to move on. And that there was Sean Payton available. Sean Payton loves Los Angeles. Wanted to Sean be here. Sean Payton yeah. is great with quarterbacks. You have a great quarterback in Justin Herbert. And they said, no, let's run it back. Maybe it's not under a hot seat. Maybe it's just because it's the Chargers. It isn't. Well, it might because not be. They don't want to pay him. It might. I was just going to say, if it's not a hot seat, it's simply because how many more years do you have left on your contract? Because we don't want to pay. Um, we don't want to pay another. Coach. He wasn't They're that okay with mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that expensive. But yeah, if Payton's, I mean, I would have loved to see Payton in LA. Would have been amazing. With, it was the with right, a Herbert. It was the right it guy. Been with Her, but then again, but, but it was the right guy. But that then again, is, Payton comes in and he's going to want to demand everything, right? But give it to him. There, there's certain, right? there's, there's only a handful of guys you say, yeah, give it to 100%. him. 100%. If Sean, look, I'm just glad that Herbert's not going anywhere. Sean McVay, <laughs> if slash when he becomes available, whether that's in five years, 10, or 15, if he continues to have even sure within 100 miles of the success yeah. that he's had. Well, maybe the not 10 or 15 because that's that Gruden playbook of you've been out too long. No, no, I'm not saying he goes anywhere. I'm saying maybe he stays in the Rams. Maybe he goes away for a year, but it just decides he wants to change the scenery. He's one of the few guys you let him. Andy, what Andy Reid's available, what, yeah. whatever you want. Mike Thomas available, what, and the right organizations will say, yeah. "Yeah, just yeah, we want to tell win. us what you need, and we'll make it happen." Usually, the ones at the rock bottom. Usually, the ones that don't get to rock bottom in the first place, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Or if they do, it's through circumstances beyond their control. That the Rams got a guy like McVay early. That's yep. brilliant, right? Don't wait till. But it, Eric Davis, who I used to do Rams pre and post with, had a great when they hired Sean McVay. I didn't know. I knew he was on Washington yeah. staff, yeah, yeah. but that was it. It was 30. And I called him and I said, hey, wh- what do you think? And he goes, well, everybody in this league knows he's going to be a head coach. It's just a matter of whether or not he's ready to do it right now. He's 30 years old. Yeah. And, and he goes, but if you wait for him to be ready, you're not going to get him. If, if by the Somebody time if by the time you yeah. wait for him to be ready, you're not going to get him. So you got to go. Now. He couldn't have been more right. Those couldn't young coaches, right. they come in, they, they shoot through like a comet. They burn out also because McVay now salty a little bit, a little gray in his beard. He said something I thought I would never, ever hear him say. Yeah. We'll do that coming up at 11.45. Well, thanks, guys. I'm going to go to Dodger game. Let's go hang hang out. Go Dodgers. Yeah. Go Dodgers. Bleed blue, Beto. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, guys. We're getting uh, Kevin Hernandez says her at second today, right? <laughs> Our favorite yeah, guy. Yeah, batting six, playing second. <laughs> Kevin Damn Hernandez. Right. Yeah, super excited to see him uh, out there. So uh, Travis Kel- Kelsey was on his uh, podcast. He does it with his brother. And he was talking about going to the Taylor Swift concert and how he, you know, he, he tried to riz up Taylor Swift. I'll play it for you real quick. Speaking of Taylor Swift, I know you went to the Taylor Swift concert. How was it? Yeah, well, I was disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings. So I was a little butthurt. I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets I made for her. You made her a bracelet? Yeah. If you're up on uh, Taylor Swift concerts, there are friendship bracelets, and I received a bunch of them being there, but I wanted to give Taylor Swift one with my number on it. Not right now. Your number's in 87 or your phone number? You know which one. All right. So uh, he was trying to, you know, maybe, you know. Shoot a shot? Yeah. Yeah. Have some Riz. Riz up, uh, Taylor Swift. So, again, Riz is short for charisma. You and, don't you know, tell me, Emily. Yeah, I'm, I'm just explaining to the other Riz. young, the old people in the room. <laughs> Thank you. I don't uh, know what it was. So <laughs> here's my statement. Travis Kelsey is good. the NFL player with the most Riz. Trav, factor cap. Who? Ah. Uh, no, I, I, you're gonna, you're probably gonna scream at me, but I don't think it's, it's him. I, I think it's Cap. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. 
because he just every you watch the way he interacts with his teammates you watch quarterback and the way that he chirps at other people right you watch the way that the room reacts when he yeah. comes into the room he might not be the Riz that maybe specifically we're talking about, yeah. but he has a presence, a Riz <laughs> that is infectious, that transcends okay. male-female stuff. He's just sure. one of those guys that's like, I, I want to be friends with that guy. Even if you don't know what he's about, it's like, I need to figure out what it's that the guy's dude about. dude Riz. Yeah, All for right. sure. Al, what do you think? Damn, this is a tough one. I'll go Cap, <laughs> and I'm only not going to go Mahomes, even though I kind of lean towards Mahomes. Jalen Hurts might be the smoothest guy. That's a good one too. Yeah, that I've he's seen in the league. Got Riz. That yeah. guy, I swear, low key Riz, right? And, and and I think that's what I oh probably God, for real. that's that's probably <laughs> what I like about it is that no he cap. is low key, right? Like he's not. He just kind of does what he does. Well, when he's you look like that, in the interviews, you don't have to say else. much, yeah, right? If you're so as much. handsome as Jalen Hurts, you just like. But, my, my Riz is my face. But, Just check this yeah. out. Yeah, but exactly. Kelsey is the man, yeah. so but I'll I'll go I'll go cap. I'll go with Jalen Hurts. All right, Jorge. Cap. I think uh, Garoppolo has a lot of Riz. Oh yes. Jimmy G. Good. Yeah. He's got again, just again that, the, the face riz. Does he have riz or is he just shockingly I've handsome? I've never seen him talk. I have, I have. I was right in front of him with the camera. I was like, all right, just don't look at his eye, dog. <laughs> look at your feet. Don't exactly. do it. Don't do yeah. it. The Hold camera on. wasn't even on. <laughs> I forgot to roll. Exactly. All right, Ty, what do you think? I think that Travis Kelsey has swagger. As far as Riz goes, I'm kind of with you guys. I think that other players, Patrick Mahomes is a great example. Jalen Hurts is a great example. Jimmy G, I don't know if I agree with that one, but I think from a swagger, like the way that he dresses, his style, yeah. he's always got the cleanest beard. Yep. I envy that tremendously. Uh, so I'm going to say he's got the most swagger, but definitely not the most Riz. I think Kelsey has the baller. most Riz, and I think that Joe Burrow has the second most Riz. Burrow's a good one. Burrow is is right there. Because Bur yeah. Burrow's trying, but it doesn't appear that he's trying hard. It's yeah. just like him doing the prom picture. Like, that's done yeah. on purpose, but it's done with some stuff. What about that dude. kid that has a hot mom? What's his name? Oh, <laughs> Zach Wilson. He's Zach. got zero Riz. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a well, well, white well, guy from BYU. Hold, hold up. <laughs> because uh, with the other. Zach Wilson's moms? mother's friends seem yes. to think that he's yeah. got a little Riz. Yeah, yeah a little bit. A little, <laughs> bit. A little so different. He's got something going on that people find interesting. He's got a particular set of tastes that he enjoys. <laughs> I thought right. you were going to go with Russell Wilson. What's There's... Travis Kelsey's uh, brother's name? <laughs> Jason. Jason. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, Bryce Harper uh, last night was uh, playing against the Orioles, and um, the Orioles announcer was kind of, you know, talking about him, his season so far, and then something else happened. Oh, so I'm going to play this sound for you right now. That same recognizable, violent uppercut swing by Bryce Harper, but it's not the same quality of contact. He's just not barreling up balls. Harper barrels this one up to right, deep, and gone. <laughs> right on cue, Bryce Harper ties it. All right, so you believe in the announcer's jinx. You believe that there's something in there that announcer says, oh, this guy hasn't missed a field goal in 18 games, yeah. then he misses it. Al, factor cap. So I'd like to say cap, but it is a fact, because every time it happens, I'm going to use Laker games as an example, and John and Michael play around with this, but – you know, somebody has been to the free throw line, they've hit 11 free throws in a row, and John will say he's hit 11 free throws in a row. And whether the guy makes the 12th or not, I'm thinking about it. The entire time I'm thinking about it, he's going to miss the free throw. Mm -hmm. So even though I don't want to admit it, I, I every time it happens, it is in my head. Trev? It's funny to think that it exists, and clips like that make you think that it exists. And what you're talking about, Al, where they say he's made 11 in a row, and then the 12th one is clanked off the back of the rim. Thing. But the problem is Hasn't there are a, turnover all game. a million examples of that where the announcer's like, Bryce Harper hasn't barreled one in a month, and then he strikes out. We don't play those. <laughs> Right, it's those. Those aren't interesting. We we don't put those on the radio. And then if the the twelfth free throw is a swish through the net, it's like we well, don't talk about. There's it. thirteen in a row. Don't you get mad? I, I know this from my friends that I've watched games with and stuff. People get really mad when it's a close game. This field goal needs to go in. They're like, yeah, Justin Tucker hasn't missed a field goal in eighteen games. And they're like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. There's something in it about the watching of it that you're like, you just don't want that guy to say it because you speak it into existence. If it's my team. It's real. If it's anybody else's team, it's fake. <laughs> All right, Hori, what do you think? Uh, no, fact, for sure. And then you, you guys remember this. Steph Curry heard, uh, heard uh, was it Mike Breen? Was it Mike Breen? Who, yeah. uh, he had a free throw, and then Mike yeah. Breen was talking about the stats, and he missed it. He looks at him and he's like, man, you jinxed me. <laughs> you jinxed me. So, uh, yeah, fact. All right, Tally? 
100% fact, especially if you play sports and you've experienced this happening where your buddy's like, hey, I bet you don't hit one out on this next one. And then you walk up and you're like, oh, yeah, and then you you pimp it over the right field wall. It happens all the time. It happened you to me in the dugout on Friday. You manifest it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah somebody's like, talking mess to you. Yeah, I bet you, you want to hit it out of the park. Oh, you got it. So yeah, my, right. my senior year of high school, I was pitching at Arcadia High School. We were playing John Muir High School, Pasadena, and I had a no-hitter with two outs in the seventh inning. Okay, I, I've never thrown a no-hitter in my life. I remember it's this. something I wanted to do. Yep. <laughs> my catcher, who was one of my best friends in high school, Ted Pilmer. What's up, Ted? Comes out to me and goes, you have a no-hitter. You know that, right? And then just turns around and walks back behind oh, the plate. No. Next guy, base hit right up the middle. Oh, Next no. guy, we get out. No big deal. Rule ne- of thumb. Never had another real good oh. look at a no-hitter along the way. So, yet when it has something to do with me, I'm a true believer. This is also, I'm sure he's told that story a hundred times, he thinks too. He thought it was funny. Yeah, I was going to say, and he's proud about it. We got he's back on the bus the to go back to school, and he was in the back of the bus cackling like it's the funniest thing he'd ever seen in his entire life. Terrible. All right, so uh, <laughs> Messi at his That's new really penthouse apartment in uh, Miami. I want a has... penthouse with an elevator, <laughs> right? and I want to have a pinball machine exactly. and an Xbox. I want dual parking. <laughs> so, there you go, Al. Thank you. Well done. That was a bad right there. He has an, a special elevator made for his cars that will take the cars from the street level all the way up to his penthouse and then back down. Yes, yeah, yeah, DeAndre so has that, too. Yeah, of course, of course. So- Put yourself in the shoes of a incredibly, incredibly rich person. You're trying to design your dream home. What is the one non-negotiable thing that you want that is the rich person thing to have in your house? So that you you know what that would be. Uh, Jorge? Oh, man. What would I have? I think I got mine. Go ahead. Um... I always I don't know what it is about this, but they always got like two bowling lanes. Can I get a couple bowling lanes in there? <laughs> Every which person has a movie theater and two bowling lanes. Give me the two bowling lanes. <laughs> I'll play once a year. All right. Me? Yeah, Chef. I, I would have. Can I have two things? Because these are the sure, I want. I want two things. And Patrick Mahomes in quarterback. Maybe it's just that I've been watching that show too much. He had both of them. I'm like, damn, he's got them both. I want that kitchen that it's as big as your house, yeah. right? Where you've got all this stuff, multiple refrigerators. Yeah. It's and like two islands. It, How two do you have islands? space for two islands? Because <laughs> it's that big, right? I want that. I want that. Here's the wine fridge. Here's the other fridge. Here's the fridge with the glass door. Here's the fridge you don't even know that's there. You got th- just every. I want that. Yep. I want a golf hole. Right, I don't need to have a golf course. Like, I don't want to live on a golf course. That's how, how big is the hole? Sweet, it's a real hole. It's it's either a very long par three or a short par four. So we're talking. It's a golf hole. Like I'm looking at it. Fifty yards, maybe. And I'm thinking, did is he live on the golf course? Are they? And they said, no, no, no. They built the damn golf. He also hole has a full house. half field now. It's unbelievable. He has a golf hole in his backyard. Yeah. It was amazing. So I want the kitchen and the golf hole. Jorge? I want a full-size uh, basketball course. I yeah. can ball up DeAndre and those guys. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> indoor, yeah. indoor court, indoor right? Indoor court. Yep. So yep. I, I can ball you can guys Can I come up. over? Yeah. yeah, of course. I'll do play-by-play. I don't want to play. I just want to watch you guys play. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ref. Yeah, like a... Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tyler? Tra- I'm going to go with the batting cage. Three in the key. <laughs> <laughs> Illegal defense. <laughs> They're inbounding the ball. <laughs> I could see it. I could see it. Get this man. Get this man one of those referee shirts. You're good to go. <laughs> I'm ready. You can uh, moonlight a Footlocker. For me, it's a man. Well, I guess this is technically two things: man cave. But in my man cave, I want a batting cage. Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, so, one funny thing. I know man we came with two bats to the softball game. That's <laughs> down his alley. Okay, in my defense, sorry, Em, but in my defense, one of them was like uh, one of the wiffle ball bats from the sure. studio. I can't yeah, take sure. full credit for both. But you brought two bats. <laughs> That's did, the point. I did bring <laughs> two bats. I did. I'll admit that. I, I brought sunflower seeds. <laughs> and super serious. The super serious walk. When I saw him, I was like, oh, he's locked in. Oh, he was he's locked, locked in. in. I had two Michael of Ultras in one hand. That's I had two. That was of impressive. That. I know that we talked about how we like that show. I think you should leave by um, Tim Robinson. But he yeah. was on a late night show and he's talking about the the sketches that never got made. And he said he has this idea for a sketch, but he doesn't know how to do it. A sketch in which, though, you know, it has a batting cage where you hit the ball, but he wants an intentional walk cage. We just <laughs> practice getting intentionally walked. <laughs> that is so on brand for that show. 
I go back real quick. What would your what would be in your house? We uh, all have sports stuff in our house. Yeah, yeah. I have? mean, I, I would have a full movie theater, surround sound, Ooh. the oh, best yeah, no, possible done. setup I could get. The money could buy movie for my theater house. popcorn with like the yeah comes out the top. Of yeah, get a, like a, sl- a slushy machine or yeah. something yeah. like for that. Her, yeah. belt that no. brings food poolside. Perfect, perfect for her to watch what she needs to watch. Inside yeah, like theater. some sort of like IMAX surround sound stuff industrial that I pool filter to scoop everything yeah. out after she has her family. Oh, over. I definitely need a pool too. But that's that's the I, I had one thing. That one thing would be the movie theater. Um, all right, so I'm going to do one more thing. So uh, today is my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, hey. Happy Dad. birthday, Happy birthday. Uh, and I got him a gift sent to, to the house. But um, I always find it a little difficult to find something for my dad because I, I've gotten things that he loves, and I just sometimes though I have to like think about it. So I got him this like girl dad shirt in the past, and he wears it like every day. My dad loves this shirt. <laughs> but I got him uh, something else this year. But you find it easier to give a woman a gift than to give a man a gift. Jorge, factor cap? No. No, I think it's harder for you know for, for to find a gift for a woman. Uh, I think with a guy, it's easier because we can take anything. Give me a gift card. Give me a sweatshirt. Give me some shoes. Yep. Socks. I'll take socks. You sure. know, like anything. But it's harder for you know for a gift for a woman. I have right. a couple of socks I haven't you worn in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you've done. laughs> New socks, man. A gift bag. They'll be like a bouquet. They'll be sticking hole. out. Of the <laughs> you know when you go to Ross, get that six pack. <laughs> exactly. You know, socks for like five bucks. Oh, yeah. Teller. I'm going to say cap. I think it's way easier to gift to dudes than women. I think when I'm looking at getting a gift for my wife even, I'm like, ah. But my buddy, I'm like, here's a gift card, man. Go crazy. I can't give my wife a gift card because it's like there's no – you can't put any thought into that. I feel like guys are much easier to shop for. Yeah, give me a 12-pack. Let's roll. Let's roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beer is yep. a great example. Trap. Bottle of booze. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go with these guys too. There, there are potential pitfalls when shopping for – your daughter or your mom or your wife or something like this that don't exist with men, right? There, There is no accidentally offending somebody. There is no, I just don't like this, so I'm never going to use it, and it goes away. Guys, if you give them something, they're going to use it. Yeah, they're, It's going to go to use, or they're going to find somebody else. It, it will get used one way or the other, and guys are super easy, like Jorge said, Buy me a 12-pack, a bottle of beer, a bottle, a, a bottle of whiskey, or a bottle of wine. We're good to go. And it's not just like, oh, it's easy. We genuinely like that stuff. <laughs> yep. It's it's always a good present. Al? It's a clean sweep. <laughs> yeah. No question about it. It's tougher to shop for women, in my opinion. Um, it, it If there's something that we're not the best at is being thoughtful and really kind of thinking, and that's also what we're not good at, and this is where I fall into that. Uh, it's much tougher, I think, to shop for my girl or my mom or something like that than it would be for a buddy. All right, so there is some trade rumor that's going around right now talking about the Dodgers. We will get into that in just a couple of minutes. Plus, Sean McVay said something that I was shocked to hear come out of Sean McVay's mouth. That's all coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celia and I are still designing our dream homes yep. during the break. And this is Kevin's mom, this song. Oh, no, we know. Yeah, yeah. It's from the, a listener the, suggested it. Yeah. Kevin's mom. <laughs> is that the chorus? <laughs> That's how it started, yeah. Kevin's mom. Not a good song. You still not believing that there are Kevin Hernandez's in the world? <laughs> I could not be more convinced now. 
that there are a lot of them. If your name is Kevin Hernandez, call us 877. <laughs> you know, like a phone line to explode, right? There's nothing but Kevin Hernandez. The guy who called earlier said he's texting his cousin, <laughs> his cousin who's Kevin, Hernandez. Kevin Hernandez. Hey, they're talking about you, fool. <laughs> right? We got on it because we were talking about Kike, who, yeah. and I said, if his name were Kevin Hernandez, we no wouldn't be, be as excited yep. because we don't know who Kevin Hernandez is. But Kike, because he's here before, soft spot in Dodger fans' heart. He played really well for the Dodgers, multi-position guy. A uh, colorful player, well liked by fans, and successful as mm-hmm. as a member of the Dodgers. Not so much in Boston. He had a great playoff run a couple of years ago, but underwhelming. He has a negative WAR this year, which means he's worse than a replacement player statistically. Probably not least. a good stat. But maybe he finds a little bit of the the magic dust when he comes back to the Dodgers because they've had success. I mean, JD Martinez was basically free. Jason Hayward was basically free. David Peralta. These are guys that they've turned into. Pretty good to excellent players after anybody else could have done it, the Dodgers did. There's no risk. Um, on top of that, he gets a platform now to play on for a potential playoff run, mm-hmm. so he's only helping himself. There's a quote that came out, this doesn't preclude us from exploring other right-handed bats because of the versatility that Kike brings. It leaves us the flexibility to go out and see what's available and kind of assess our options. So I think the thing to say is nobody's expecting that the move to go get Kike is the final move for the Dodgers before August 1st. This is not the, oh, hey, they're good to go now. And I'm not even talking about other – I'm not even talking about arms. It sounds like from a bat perspective as well, it's not the final move. No, it it, it better not be, right? Look, I'm glad he's back, and to your point, there's no risk. risk. It's it's either nothing happens or good things happen. That's a good place to be in. I like that, but they need to do more. John Morosi uh, tweeted a minute ago, he covers Major League Baseball, uh, sources, the Dodgers remained involved in Lance Lynn trade conversations with the White Sox. The Dodgers are one of the teams in which Lynn can block a trade, but he's willing to waive his no-trade protection to facilitate a deal. So Lance Lynn is one of those really interesting guys. Lance Lynn is almost the perfect example of what we've been talking about all day. Lance Lynn has pitched a long time in the Major Leagues yeah. and has been anywhere from pretty darn good to Good enough, right? He's a major league starting pitcher. 36 years old. 36 years old. His ERA is through the roof. It's yeah, almost it seven. Right yeah. Um, the the advanced metrics will tell you that's mostly because he's been unlucky a lot this year. The, mm-hmm. the, the hard hit rate is low. The fly ball to home run ratio is high. All of these things that lead you to believe over a longer period of time, these numbers are going to come back down. That it's inflated. It's inflated. Mm-hmm. That he's better than the number looks like. And you play for a team that's 20 games bad below team. 500. He's yeah. on a bad team. All of those things. Mm-hmm. So put him in a more pitcher-friendly ballpark, put him on a better team, et cetera, et cetera. But this is kind of exactly the point that I was making. If you add Lance Lynn to Kershaw, to Julio, to Gonsolin, to Bobby Miller, who are probably your four guys right now, is it noticeably – it's better for sure Mm -hmm. because Stone is out or Emmett Sheehan is out, but it's better, but – all of a sudden, you're like, Dodgers the team to beat now. They added Lance. I don't think so. I don't hate the deal, yeah. depending on what they give up. But other than Otani or Snell, there's no name out there that goes, all right, we got our guy. I think this is where you got to – I don't know if this is the right way to put it. Sympathize is not the right word because I don't think anybody needs to sympathize with the Dodgers. No. There really isn't – I don't think you're going to look back and say, well, they should have just gave a little bit more for this player. Right. So I think this is the best that they can work with. I think there are times where you want to see your team or you want to see the Dodgers improve the roster. We, we talked about it. We, an hour ago with Beto, we were saying, what would your st- what would your pitching staff look like if the playoffs started tomorrow? The and roster. you went through the list, and I don't think anybody felt that comfortable with that. The problem is, it's not like, hey, it's coming down to this one pitcher that's available, and there's two teams that are fighting for it. You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, there's, I got you. Like, I... I, I Again, this the the proper word is not sympath uh, to. Um, you're looking at the Dodgers. Relate you're to. saying, yeah, they they just they. I don't know what the other option is for them. Right. That there is not something else out there. If there was something else out there that you felt was realistic, it sounds like the Dodgers would be aggressive it, on it. It's a double whammy because not only is there not a piece. You say, let's go back a little bit. Max Scherzer was available a couple years ago, and the Dodgers paid a steep price. Yeah. Josiah Gray and sure. Kyber Ruiz are good major league players, and they got two really good major league players in return. Yep. But when you got Max Scherzer, you're like, all right, man, let's go. Yeah. It felt like you got the guy that you needed to get. Added to what you already had. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have a situation where there isn't a name like that. 
there's going to be a premium on the few guys that are available because there's not a lot of sellers. And the Dodgers are notoriously disciplined when it comes yeah. to paying for things that aren't premium. They're going things. to Nordstrom Rack. Right. They'll go to they'll go to Nordstrom. They'll go to Tiffany when it's time to go to Tiffany. But they're not paying Tiffany prices for Costco stuff. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not doing it. They just won't do it. Well, most of the stuff on the market is Costco stuff, and the prices are going to be Tiffany prices. So okay. I don't know if they're going to do it or not. All right. So I was going to say, with that said, how disappointed would you be if August first rolls around and this is primarily your roster? Because the of roster. what you said, I think you could live with it. I wouldn't love it, but what what would what did they not do? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've kicked the tires on Otani and got a pound sand response. We're mm-hmm. not giving them to you. I'm sure they've kicked the tires on Snell and gotten a, we're not giving them to you. So there's nothing I can do there. The rest of these guys, if you want me to pay, I'm just making it up. You want Gavin Stone for Lance Lynn? I'm not doing that. Yeah. Lance, Gavin Stone could become a really high quality major league pitcher. I'm not doing that. How would you feel then if you get to August 1st and this is what you're rolling with? You got to get lucky. You got to get I, lucky. By, by the way, it's okay. It, it may be, it, and it happens. Yeah. And it happens often. It's happened against the Dodgers. It's here's the other good point. You, you get in, and I, and I I get it, and I understand that it might not be ideal, but it's also I, I guess this is more of the National League, other than the Atlanta league. Braves. You're right. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's both of them. There's one really good team this year. There's only one. It's Atlanta. Can the Dodgers beat Atlanta best of seven? Sure. Of course. What about the Rays? Can, right? They're really good. They, they've been, they haven't been good for about a month. They are good. They, they're good. Tampa's or, or Baltimore's Baltimore is good. The... San Francisco's okay. You, there, there are some good teams, but there aren't. Atlanta's the only team you like. That's a really yeah. tough out. How crazy is that that Baltimore is now in front of the division? Yeah. Like two games against Tampa. They're good. The way Tampa started. 710 and Michelob Ultra, we are going to be in the city of Orange today to support the women's national team as they take on the Netherlands. Join us for a watch party starting at 6 o'clock tonight at Danny K Sports Bar in Orange. It's at 1096 North Main Street. You need to be 21 or older. That is tonight at 6 at Danny K's in Orange. Jorge's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Morales is going to be there. Circle of Trust members are going to be there. Cappy is going to be out there doing a show starting at 4 o'clock. Should be a great game. So rematch. There's really no reason not to come out, have a few ultras, and watch a little football. Exactly. There you go. See how I slid that in there? And some root on some uh, Southern California uh, Team California will be playing the Netherlands. Exactly. Hashtag (laughs) I love football. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to add that to my profile. That's going to happen. Sean McVay. Truth Teller, that's next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.